We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Hi, Weekly. Long time, long time. Very bored at work, so I've just kind of continuously all day been updating page six. It's like refreshing, which is like embarrassing, but whatever. And breaking news as of two minutes ago, X swap Amy Robach and TJ Holmes' exes Andrew Hsu and Marley uh, Seibig are dating um, for about six months now. Crunch, crunch. Page six confirms Amy Robach and TJ Holmes' exes Andrew Hsu and Marley Seibig are dating. I am about to pass out. Hey, Who Weekly. Um, you know that meme that's like, they have, they have the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever. Um, well, TJ and Amy's exes did that. They're now dating, which I just think is like, perfect. Um, they had the opportunity to do the best, the funniest thing ever, and they did it. Bring mm -hmm. mm -hmm. friends. Lindsay, Bobby, Kimmy. I know I'm not the first, and I know I won't be the last. But please, please talk about TJ Holmes and Andy Robach. <laughs> Exes Andrew and Marilee reportedly dating. If that's fake, that is petty. If it's real, combined Christmas is going to be so awkward. Crunch, crunch of Yetiangan. Hi, Lindsay, Robbie, Timmy. Um, just calling to tell you, although I'm sure you've gotten a lot of calls, that 
Amy and TJ's ex-spouses are now dating, according to page six. Um, the new couple is said to have bonded over the traumatic experience of being cheated on by the former ABC hosts. <laughs> um, love finds a way. I feel like this has also happened in uh, Mormon mommy blogger circles. Anyways, crunch, crunch. I can't believe this. <laughs> I can't believe this. It's a Shania Twain situation. People were acting like this is normal, though. And I just want to be very clear. It's not <laughs> like maybe it's it's happened before. But is it normal? Is it normal? <laughs> it's a loaded word. Not, nothing about this is normal. No, this <laughs> it's Elizabeth Shue's brother and two people who used to host Good Morning America. We're not dealing with normalcy. First of all, the shadiest move to drop this news on the day the that day. their podcast premiered. Like, because that's not the just like day, right? It, it, no one didn't just happen to find that out. Like, Page Six didn't just like stumble upon. I found it shady, and I found it something, but at the same time. Every story that mentions the spouse swap also mentions the podcast. So I'm sort of like, if anything, them dropping it on the day the podcast came out made the podcast do even better, which makes me wonder if they're working together to get all eyes on them. Because if they make Not, money on this podcast, on. spousal support, child support, what's good for Amy and TJ's wallets <laughs> is good for Mary Lee and Andrew's wallets. You know what I mean? TJ Holmes, Amy Roback fuming that X's <laughs> shock romance overshadowing their new podcast. Scandalous couple TJ Holmes, scandalous couple TJ Holmes and Amy Roback premiered their new Sc eponymous podcast on Tuesday only to be immediately overshadowed by the news that their exes were dating each other. A source told Ro that Roback is livid with both Page Six and ex-husband Shu after we broke the news that he and Fi Big have been dating for six months. We're told that she thinks her ex is trying to steal her thunder. Quote, she's convinced he did this to co coincide with the debut of her podcast. Um, oh, a source in parentheses and it says, God. a source says it would be unlike him to leak the story. Andrew doesn't steal a spotlight. They said he's so private. That's just not what he is. TJ Amy will have to address the story about their exes because they will still want to keep themselves in the news. They must be so angry. The news stomped all over their bid podcast, said an industry insider who knows both Ho <laughs> Holmes and Roback. That is so funny it's also funny because in their podcast they talk about how like they weren't talking to the press direct so they were like any sources are like did you notice the contradiction in the podcast well they went to talk to the press to beg them to not write about mm -hmm. it or something but then was like we don't talk to the press and it's like what do you talk to the press you don't talk to the press well it opens with her being like it's a good episode of the podcast. I'm just being oh, a little, it's a great I'm just being episode. A little bit What's the podcast, podcast gonna be? Who fucking they knows tell the whole this story in this episode? It was great. I don't know what else is coming. It's got up and downs, ups and downs. It's sexy. It's sad. It's, it's short. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's like a sexy audiobook. Like you don't even. It's like it's oh, the sexiest audio. Oh my god, that's it's ever like a sexy been, audiobook. Yeah, that's true. At one point, she's like, "Anytime you see sources say in, a, in the press, don't believe it. It's all lies. There are no sources talking to the press." And then later on in the episode, she's like. We were talking to the press to trying to get them to get the story right. And it's like, okay, so you do talk to the press. And sometimes when it says yeah. insider sources, yeah. it's from your publicity team. Like, right. don't tell us not to believe the sausage while at the same time wanting to tell us how the sausage is made, you know? 
Holmes thanked their supporters with a sultry photo and a godly message on Instagram. Did you see this? They posted a pic of them like lying together. It's not that sexy, but you know, and it says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Thank you all. Heart. I can see why they'd be pissed, but if they take a step back, I think this is great for their podcast. Yeah. But whether or not it's whether whatever let's not even talk about like when it happened just the fact that it is i think true is so funny it right feels like it feels true your exes are dating like <laughs> <laughs> lol and one of them is elizabeth shoe's brother who founded the charity do something and who was literally on melrose place i kept wondering right. why people kept saying melrose place and i thought it had happened on melrose place like the same thing but what they meant was he was on melrose place and yeah. <laughs> people who watch melrose place are diehard melrose place i can't say it melrose place fans oh, yeah, and they were all like about that. <laughs> we will never forget like that this man was on melrose place we were talking to a friend about the tj and amy podcast a couple of days ago and she was like who are their exes again? Are any of them famous? And I was like, oh, no, they're not famous at all. They're normies. Right, I completely so I completely forgot that Andrew Shu is famous. Wouldn't it be so cool if the exes launched a podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, if you're out there, Andrew Shu or the other girl, we will produce that podcast. Just let us know. Merrily. Mary Lee and Andrew, if you want to follow the Amy and TJ woman man convention here. Mary Lee and Andrew. Mary Lee and, and Andrew. TJ and Amy. Recorded I, mean, at, I love this. Recorded at so Who much. Weekly Studios. Andrew can come my to my apartment. apartment. <laughs> Mary Lee can come to yours. <laughs> oh my God, that's such a good idea. Are you allergic to cats? No. Well, it doesn't smell like cat pee, fortunately, because I use Pretty Litter. You know, like it's. <laughs> oh my God, we could make them read our ads. Okay, this is so great. And I just yeah. could not believe how excited I was when this dropped. Just, it was so exciting. It's twaining. It's literally twaining. Where Shania's husband left her for a woman and then Shania was dating her, that woman's That woman's ex-husband. Yes, of course. Well, I'm very shook by a publication calling that normal. Like, I really don't, is this, am I just being, (laughs) am I just being obtuse? This doesn't happen often, does it? What I meant was like, people were being like that happens it happened to my uncle in ohio like that type of thing and oh, i'm like oh i see i see that I see. happened to you? like <laughs> that was more of my i would be gagged every time this happened is i kind of what what i was saying like even though it does happen and i it kind of makes sense if you were friends mm-hmm. like amy and tgr the are uh co-workers for what 10 years so or something right so they're hanging out at a least, ton their spouses have yeah. hung out i'm sure they a know good each amount other. so they know right so it's like it's not like this random thing. It's like after they broke up, the spouse has like got in touch to like go over this kind of traumatic thing. And say thing. like, can you believe we didn't see this? <laughs> can yeah, you believe we didn't like, see this coming? Well, that, but that's what I'm saying. They were always like, so sexy how... together. <laughs> right, and, right. And they always hung out and talked about their marital ro- woes with each other. <laughs> like, so I guess it just, it, it does make sense when you break it down. But it's still so crazy that it, one, came out happen it one it happened and two it came out the same day as their as, the as podcast. their podcast yes. bombshell right yeah. like there's a lot of machinations going on here machinations 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 my <laughs> machinations my favorite part of the podcast i mean i really did love the episode the episode is phenomenal it's thrilling it's like a, oh they structured a narrative yeah and we have high standards for these things like i i think i really had i had a lot of wishes going into it and I was listening to it at midnight, you know, when it launched, because mm-hmm. I'm crazy and I put some in the episode, but I was just kind of like, wow, they're hitting all the notes here and they're they got doing all the it. Notes. But the funniest thing about the podcast is 
where do they go from here? How many? That's I, what, the thing. What, no one is they even tell mentioning. The whole story. Then what? what? What's this? What is the podcast? Are they going to talk about the news? They said they don't even read the news anymore. <laughs> right. She goes, I don't read the news. So what are you supposed to do? So I was just cracking up at that. That was pretty funny. They could have Mary Lee and Andrew on. You know, I think that's an inevitable at some point for the season finale. No, they will not be doing that. That's crazy. Amy and TJ and Mary Lee and Andrew, a crossover between iHeart and Who Media. I mean, I it, mean would it would be amazing. Blow up. It would it would really explode no, the studios. My actual favorite part of the episode was when they were saying that like everywhere they go, which I guess I believe, I guess I believe, but it's still sort of unbelievable to imagine. They talk about how often they're like walking around and <laughs> and people will say like we love your love. Right. Or like, right. But it's we funny because I you. thought I love of your myself love. at the marathon being like, I love you. You're so happy you're together. <laughs> they said it happened on the elevator up to the hotel room to record the episode of the podcast that a woman was like, I'm so happy you two are still together. You give me so much hope. I'm just like, being them is so funny. They were one of the 37 reasons to love New York right now. New York Magazine was like, TJ and Amy going strong. I just am I like... I do feel like they explained what happened very clearly and I yes. do buy their their version of it. Do I think that these people definitely had some sort of an inappropriate emotional connection <laughs> before they broke up with their spouses? Yes. All signs, all signs point to yes. But yes. I, but I don't think but I think what they're saying is like when we started like realizing that it was real, we took Yeah, our we took yes. we took action and when the news came out, we were not currently cheating at that moment, although I'm sure our spouses like they're not they're never going to admit to cheating, but I no, do think no, you no, can't no. like fuck a coworker without like at one point in time you and that coworker being like, oh no, like what have right. we've been doing something not great right now? We need to fix it. What they describe is something that's like quite I don't know air quotes quite popular, responsible, not quite popular, responsible. Quite, where it's like yeah, yeah, they work together, they're both in in other relationships. When they realize that like what they have at work is like romantic and sexual they tell their yeah. partners they have a right. what sounds like an unpleasant split and early divorce proceedings because of the children involved they barely mention the children and i don't and i think they don't That's they good. barely mention the children because it's very depressing and the, the trickiest yeah. hardest part of the whole thing right and right and i think they were really trying to get all of that done as like low-key as possible they kept repeating abc said we never violated company policy, even when they, like, fired us. Well, I will stand by. It is objectively, without all of these things taken, it is objectively the stupidest move (laughs) that ABC has ever made to, and I'll just, and I think about it constantly, like, you have these two people that were good at their jobs and ostensibly got better at their jobs because now they have a fun, flirty, Uh sexual tension who did nothing wrong but fall in love with each other there's no uh-huh. like uh-huh. <laughs> yeah but i'm just saying the most even the most you're telling me abc isn't cynical like i am putting my mindset into being where they're like this is ratings gold since when do we have yeah. these like morality standards on abc i'm just like it's so crazy to me like did they think that people were going to be like these cheaters and then like not watch good morning america <laughs> So let's play some more calls because you're listening to Who's There? I'll be calling show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Tinney, medium time, medium time. Well, she got it. Brenda Lee finally hit number one. Now she can go back to bed. 
crunch, crunch, showing the whole, these people taste like garbage. These people taste like garbage. She did it. At 78 years young, she is officially, I'm quoting, I believe this is Variety. She is officially the oldest person to top the Hot 100. She surpassed wow. Louis Armstrong's long-held record for Hello, Dolly, when he was 62. She outdid him by 16 years. That's so incredible. <laughs> I we knew this would feel happen. Like, not to be whatever, but I kind oh, of feel no. like, and I'm not saying she didn't win fair. And, mm, I'm you saying she say cheated? That. You saying they juiced no, the numbers? No, I think, I think Mariah Carey was like, let her win. Of course she was. Okay. Yeah. I, I think Mariah Carey was kind of like, let's lay off the promo. Or let's like... Let's let her juice the numbers. Mariah Carey laid off the promo for one week because I think she thought it would be great for Brenda. Yeah. It's, and think... again, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Her winning number one just brings more attention to Christmas music. I think it increases both of their streaming numbers at this point. Right. Exactly. No one's going to stop listening to All I Want for Christmas is You. And no one's going to stop listening to Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Right. I'm just saying, like, I think that this was a heartwarming tale. And, you know, people are like, we wanted it and I think Mariah Carey was was told that and she was like let's kind of like let this happen Either, yeah. I don't know how you it's funny because charts the most unreliable kind of like a statistical element in music I'm like how would you fix the charts and it's like pretty easily you know I'm sure there are ways I'm happy for but her she did it and the build up to this was short and sweet and they Dion Warwick the hell out of this woman mm-hmm. The Brendanators. Did you see the clip of her going, the, thank you, Brendanators? I'm like, I'm, we, are, we live in hell. You've seen them, grandmother and Brendanators and all this stuff. Well, I love the Brendanators. Unbelievable, right? Send me to Gag City. I'm on my way to Gag I'm City, I was about to say. One-way ticket to Gag City over here. Next up, I'm going to rock around the official Christmas tree in, in the center of Gag City. Gag City, right? Oh, my Truly. God. No, you know what song is number one in Gag City? Nicki Minaj. That's because it's her Santa city. Tell Me is number one in Gag City. Just like, oh, God. No, the number one song in Gag City is any, is Itty Bitty Picky. Like, it's on repeat. <laughs> no, the number one Christmas song. <laughs> There's no Christmas in Gag City. Yeah. They don't celebrate that there. Come on. The number one Gag City. It's been Itty that for bitty years. Picky. Um, oh I don't, God. I still don't understand how we got to Gag City. Like I not even, not like, oh, we took the train. Like I don't understand how culture got there. Like Nicki Minaj tweeted Gag City and then people just went crazy. What happened? I can't, I can't think about Gag City. I'm sorry. So I, just, I don't. One it's minute so there pink. was no Gag City and then the next minute I'm seeing like pics of Dakota Johnson in Gag City. The next minute it's literally a megalopolis. It's unbelievable how big Gag City got. I feel bad because people are listening like, what is Gag City? And I'm like, I can't even explain it to you. <laughs> no, I can. Nicki Minaj's album comes out today. Pink so this Friday, is like a hu- huge deal. And I don't think yeah. anyone's cared about it until this one moment when she tweeted something, 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 hashtag Gag City. And people were like, what? And then they started making AI creations <laughs> of Gag City. Of a mystical city where everything is pink. Yes. It's an amalgamation of every metropolis in the world, but everything is solid pink, and all yes. of the women who are inside of the city are slaying. Are created with so. AI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, also, this was based off her album cover, which is like her yes. on that pink subway plane car, and mm-hmm. then it's like the city's in the back. 
Uh, did you hear this? I mean, I sent it to you, so you heard it, but this was cracking me up. Hello, Gag City. I'm so honored to be projected on the Barb's Khalifa. Okay, I'm sorry. They just had an AI Rihanna say, I'm so pleased to be projected on the Barb's Khalifa. <laughs> the Barb's. The Barb's. The Barb's did you see? Did you see what I just sent you? Jennifer Lopez has been denied entry into Gag City, and it's just a sobbing, very poorly rendered J-Lo. But she's in green because she's, I think she was denied entry because she's not wearing pink. No, I think that's her green, her famous green dress, but done no, badly. No, Yeah. <laughs> I think she was denied entry because Gag City's like the shadiest city in the land. Also, why does Gag City have armed guards? Like, I don't, <laughs> some of the stuff in Gag City I don't love. <laughs> Okay, can we stop talking about Gag City? Yes, I love Gag City. Okay, I might put Gag City in the title of the episode. Speaking of places. <laughs> Hi, Bobby Lindsay. Um, just want to call in to say you made a throwaway line about Ireland not winning the Eurovision. I would like to correct the record. Ireland has won the Eurovision more than any other country. If you Google it. Just want to defend my country. That said, we have not done well in a long time. You can see that in the in the, in the records. Well, living on the laptop. I'm really sorry. I rescind my comment. Mm. I meant recently. I should have said recently. I didn't mean of all time. Ireland and Sweden were tied until they won last year, I think. And now Sweden's ahead in wins. The Ireland's only top ten result in the last sixteen contests is Jedward, which. I, I have to say yeah. is like one of the most important facts about Ireland in Eurovision. Uh, but they've won many times. They won a lot in the 70s and 80s. And a little bit, oh, actually, a lot in the 90s. They won four times in the 90s, once in, twice in the 80s, once in the 70s. They won most of their times in the 90s. I always, whenever we're watching Eurovision, and I'm a you know, newer Eurovision fan, as you can tell by mis, my, mis, my misspeaking, I'm always shocked that like, it's to me, it's like people shouldn't, Countries shouldn't be winning more than once every like 10 years just because it feels like such a, a a responsibility and a roundabout thing to win that I think every country should just get to win. I'm very much like participation trophy. Like mm-hmm. everyone should have a turn winning so they get to, so they can host it. It's, yeah. but that's not how it works. Like countries win more than others and they have to host the Eurovision a lot. But I like that. It feels more authentic. It's very authentic. Um, it's very, maybe Ireland said, we're sick of hosting this thing. We're going to, we're going to th- send in Jedward and we're going to start throwing the competition <laughs> moving forward. Jedward. I love it. I'm sorry to Ireland. I really am sorry. And when we do a show there, I'll officially apologize. Two years in a row, they got pretty high up with Jedward. I know. And then Jedward was like, I guess we're not doing this anymore. They should send them back in. They're still out here. I got an email from Jedward. I got an email from Jedward. They're selling um, their own videos for the holidays. Like cameos? They're selling their own, but from their website. Oh, oh, they have a proprietary system. Okay. Yeah. Cool. A proprietary system. Yes. Yes. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's take another comment. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Penny, um, Sarah, Jessica Parker. She could see God. Um, I had a pause pod. I don't know if you're I end up getting to this, but we have hope for a Fegot. She's a good shoe line and she does all the other shit except for maybe things. So yeah. Okay. Uh grunge grunge. Sarah Jessica Parker has four Golden Globes and two Emmys, but she has no Oscars, no Tonys, no Grammys, and no Fs. She's only got the E. 
They're saying because she has a shoe line, she could easily F. She'll easily fee. She'll easily fee, but I don't think this woman's going to got. I mean, I was going to say maybe she could tee. She could she could fit. She could easily tee. She loves the theater. We know this about her. I think she could easily G if she wanted to, simply because of her <laughs> obsession with book publishing. She could read a book and then win a Grammy for it, I think, quite easily. Her hardest is Oscar. She couldn't owe. Well, she doesn't really seem interested in, in owing. No, in movies, in the film, in film. Unless no, she like pro- when was the last time she did a movie? Here's produced. how Here's how she could owe. Oh my God, here's how she could she owe. She could produce, yeah. Produce a movie that is based on one of her books that she worked on. Or to produce a movie that was based on a book that she loves. Yeah, I could see her producing like a New York City documentary or yeah. something that like wins something. Okay, interesting. So we do see a path forward for her to fee got. But yeah. I would say she has to work on the F because that's she's not a shoe in Get it? <laughs> Okay. She just got <laughs> she off. just got she just got shoes. Katy Perry sells shoes too, but she's not a Fegot. No. I well, love bringing up Katy Perry's shoes. She's got too many people on her kill list to focus on an EGOT, you know. Oh my <laughs> god. Maybe she could steal she could take out an an oldie with some awards and she could kind of consume <laughs> like take, take care out of an oldie. Uh <laughs> SJP would easily got in Gag City in the Gag City Awards. Stop circuit. saying oh Gag okay. City. Imagine okay. the Oscars in Gag City. <laughs> Nikki wins every award for the other woman. What was the movie <laughs> she was in? The other woman, yeah, where she's Cameron Diaz's assistant. My favorite SJP nomination is the one I put in here, the 2005 Golden Globes, when she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, Musical or Comedy, for Family Stone. No one was talking about SJP and the Family Stone, but it's an amazing no. performance. It's an amazing I know. I performance. Know. I know you love that movie. I know. Okay, next call. <laughs> I know, Gram- I know, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> the way your tone shifted to get me to shut up. I know. I oh know, Grandpa. My God. I, I know, know, Grandpa. I know. Time to get you to bed, Grandpa. I know. <laughs> I just had to stop the pod and call in, as I'm sure a lot of people are, and just say, is there anything more Lindsay and Bobby than interchangeably mixing up Scrooge and Grinch that are very separate entities with kind of different messages while scoffing at people for using Scrooge or Grinch incorrectly? It's honestly confusing from the way you were talking about it. Anyway, Crunch Crunch. What did we do? You edited that episode. (laughs) What did we do? Well, we were just talking about Scrooge as if he was the Grinch. And I would argue this is more on me than on you because I don't really actually know the story of either of these. But Scrooge does hate Christmas. Yeah, but the Grinch is the one who stole the gifts. I don't think Scrooge ever stole gifts. I think he just was like, fuck Christmas or whatever. Oh, yeah, the Grinch stole the gifts. Scrooge stole joy. No, I mean, I, I would still argue that we are fine in this and that Freddie Prinze Jr. being called a Scrooge or a Grinch is not accurate because he just is, you know, an anti-capitalist hero. Now I see where we mixed up because he said, I'm a Scrooge. Don't give me any gifts. And we were like, oh, but Scrooge steals the gifts. That's where we fucked up. Okay. But Scrooge doesn't say don't give me any gifts because he has too much. He hates Christmas. <laughs> Right? Yeah, that's am I true. am I am I furthering messing up the story? I think we had a point. I think we had a different point, but it was a similar point, and we made the point by confusing Scrooge and the Grinch. <laughs> like Scrooge was <sighs> like, "I hate Christmas because like my depressing family situation," and then he like learns a lesson. I know he doesn't steal gifts, but it's like they're the same. They're the Grinch is based on Scrooge. Am I wrong? It's the same guy. Mm-hmm. The Grinch is a Scrooge, and the Scrooge is a Grinch. 
It's very rectangle as a well. The Grinch is a Scrooge. I don't think the Scrooge is a Grinch, but the Grinch is definitely a Scrooge. Yeah, so it's rectangle and square. A square Ex- is a rectangle, exactly. but a rectangle is not a square. There exactly. we go. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Two bitches telling each other exactly. <laughs> Ex- that's literally. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so us. Two bitches telling each other exactly. I want to be famous. You know that Bobby and I live in New York City. If there's anything we like talking about other than like, you know, what are the hot restaurants? It's apartments. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. I could talk about apartments for hours. (laughs) Where? What's in it? What do you want? How much? Landlords. What are your mandatories? Laundry and building? Oh my God, you have a washer and dryer in the unit? Never heard of such a thing. Oh my goodness. I don't need it. But you know I do need? Dishwasher. You and I do need... Oh, I take a dishwasher. I take a dish. uh, Actually, yeah, I take a dishwasher over a washer and dryer in a heartbeat. In a washer dryer. In a New York minute, baby. Any day. Do you need a balcony? No, I find balconies overrated. I think they're a scam. I think balconies are a scam to (laughs) make people feel like they have extra value. Maybe you're like, no carpets. Maybe you're like, I need hard floors. Maybe you're like, I have a pet. I need somewhere to put my pet. These are all the things that you need to know when you're looking for an apartment. And using apartments.com means you can filter in and filter out whatever you want Mm -hmm. and you don't want when you're searching for apartments. And that is crucial. Features like favorites has the listings that stood out to you so you can revisit them and won't lose what could be an amazing future home. Visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Lindsay, what is Rakuten? Tell everyone. I use. I have Rakuten. I'm looking at it right now in my browser, but explain. You're good at explaining what Rakuten is because you love it. It's the smartest way to save money when you shop, duh. No, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is, but I'm, you're not, I'm not really telling you what it is. That's what it does. It knows where you're shopping. It says, here's how to save money. It gives you cash back for all types of stores. Mm-hmm. Sephora, Macy's, Ulta, Adidas. I just actually got some cash back. I get it sent right to my credit card. It goes on my credit card as points, which is incredible. They partner with over 3,500 stores across every category, beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets, etc. You're already shopping online anyway, so why not save some money while you're doing it? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Cashback rates change daily. Yeah, sometimes they're higher, sometimes they're lower. They have over 17 million members who are already saving right now. And Rakuten members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. Lindsay, was part of that you? Of course. And you can start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold, tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work? Having a blast in traffic? Having a blast while you file your taxes? No, really. We mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only. So don't wait. 
Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 615.24. Void where prohibited. How to be famous? The name on everybody's lips is going to be Ariana. Chicago the Musical welcomes TV personality, actress, and author Ariana Maddox, making her Broadway debut as Roxy Hart. Beginning Monday, January 29th, for an eight-week limited engagement through Sunday, March 24th. Crunch, crunch. It is kind of amazing how, one, many people have done it, and two, how perfectly cast every single one of them are somehow. Mm -hmm. Give us a tour. Okay, Olivia Holt, probably the least least hilarious one. Who? She was like a Disney star. She was a Disney uh-huh. star, and then she became a Marvel person. But she's young. Okay. She's quite young. Okay. Let me just scroll down this list. Every celebrity who's been in Chicago on Broadway, but I'm only going to read the Roxies. Okay? Angelica Ross. Pamela Anderson. Brandy. Christy Brinkley. Paige Davis from Trading Spaces. Remember that? Uh-huh. Of Remember course. that? We got Erica Girardi. Perfect. Of course. Housewives. Lisa Rinna. Of course. Ashley Simpson, Destiny's Child's Michelle Williams. Of course. She played in New York City and in London. She did it in both places. Mm-hmm. Rumor Willis, a very funny one. I think we talked about this at the time. And finally, Kelty Knight. But that's not including the more famous people from the 90s and the early 2000s who are less hilarious. It's like, oh, B.B. Newworth was Roxy Hart. It's like, yeah, she's a theater star. You know, like... I, tr- I tried to pick only who's. What I'll always like about this, and also it makes so much sense that Ariana's doing this because it's she just did the Dancing with the Stars thing. Mm-hmm. She has a musical theater background. I guess you wouldn't know that unless you literally saw her do any interviews, which is she, she does talk about it. Is her, because you watched Vanderpump Rules, did she move to LA to be an actor? Is that her of like, Of course, that they was her all goal? did. Okay. They okay. all did. Okay. Everyone on that show wanted to be an actor at some okay. point, which is why it's kind so of So she did have this tragic. kind of aspiration. Okay. But it's also just like, you don't need to sing. So it's just, we know she can dance. She made to like the finals of Dancing with the Stars she lost but like mm-hmm. she was up there and she's still famous and, inf- and infamous which I think is why I always will like these stunt castings one because people really do respond to them and go see the show and hey whatever works like to keep this show on Broadway it's like kind of impressive that they figure out this like weird kind of equation but also that like Roxy Hart the character is infamous and so they're mm-hmm. having these infamous women play her and it's like it's kind of cool. Like, even if they're shitty actresses, shitty singers, shitty dancers, they know what it's like to be famous in the way that I would argue Roxy Hart in the show is kind of supposed to be. Yes, she did murder someone, and that's a little mm-hmm. different. But it's like being in the tabloids. Like, Ariana Maddox, like, knows what it's like to be all over the tabloids for kind of a reason mm-hmm. that is random. Yeah, you the know? name like, on everybody's lips is Ariana gonna Maddox. It's going to be Ariana Maddox for, for, no re- yeah. for literally a reason yeah. we still don't know. And I think that that is what, like, that's what I kind of always love about this casting it's not this it's shameless but so is the character in the show it's shameless but sensical yes and like it helps them act the role like I don't know like I don't think that she's a great actress but I also think that like with a little bit of method thinking she can conjure what it's like to be an infamous woman yeah we need like Amy Robach on it next oh my god in a second amy robach would be like the name on everybody's lips is gonna be amy yeah 
it's an interesting bucket to fill. And it's funny to scroll through the list of like all the all the famous people who've played Roxy Hart on Broadway since Chicago premiered. And to see that list evolve over time from just like fun theater cameos to, oh, let's capitalize on reality TV stars to then finally like the final form, which is infamous reality TV stars who are part of scandals. Like, let's actually pick a scandalous person. It's interesting to see them capitalize on this. And like yes, evol- uh, yeah, the, the way like, they capitalize on it has evolved. Erica Jane was a good scandalous pick. She was in the news for her scandals. Like, uh, I, I, I like the ideas now we're going with. It is giving mm-hmm. ca- it is giving Dancing with the Stars casting, which we have argued recently has gotten less into the scandalous realm. Like, they need more criminals on there. And what they we've always said, they need they more criminals need on more Dancing criminals. with the Stars. Yeah. It's true. Okay, mm-hmm. let's play some more questions. Hi, DLT. Her pop brave. Sarah Michelle Geller slams Roblox after her son's account was hacked. Um, see her Instagram story for more. But Sarah Michelle Geller versus Roblox was not on my 2023 bingo card, of course. And I think it represents something very interesting in the world of contemporary pop culture beats. Hi, crunch, crunch. Hi, I'm sure I'm not the only one who'll be calling about this, but talking about Freddie, Freddie Prince Jr. today's episode, uh, please follow up talking about uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's issues with her son's Roblox account, um, which I, as a parent, find incredibly relatable because every parent in the world knows that their kid likes Roblox, but cannot explain to you concisely what exactly Roblox is. So we are all Sarah Michelle Gellar. Thanks a lot. Crunch, crunch. Happy holidays. Well, we did just talk about Freddie Prinze Jr. being a Scrooge or a Grinch. So Mm -hmm. it would make sense for us to now have to discuss uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar being a Scrooge or a Grinch for not giving the hackers her money. I'm kidding. Her kid's Roblox got hacked. Nothing more relatable. And all that happened was that because the Roblox got hacked, she she had to cancel her credit card. And it sounds like, because she wrote, I had to cancel, all caps, I had to cancel my credit card and now my life is basically canceled at Roblox. Why don't you have better parental help? And then on the top of it, she goes, this is what I've been dealing with after my son's Roblox got hacked. I don't really understand like, I guess we're just using canceled in like too many ways that I'm just like canceling your credit card is now just kind of very different than getting your life being canceled, especially yeah. if you're a celebrity, which is like she Sarah Michelle Geller is so far from being actually canceled. So to see her be like, my life is canceled. I'm like, I get what she's saying because it has to do with canceling your credit though. card. Yeah. You know, unless it was a really like um, precious credit card to her. I just don't. Yeah. I'm a little the wording is a little bit like it's a like, question mark, question mark. It's a little annoying to re-remember the little security code. I know this. I just lost my wallet for the first time in my life and had to cancel all of my cars. It's oh, annoying to have to relearn. It really was, it these was tragic for you. It really was stressful for you to have that happen. But it's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, your son's Roblox didn't get hacked. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's true. I want to know how much money the son spent on Roblox because I keep hearing horror stories about kids having Roblox accounts and then suddenly they spend $1,000 on their parents' credit card for like, I don't know. I don't know what Roblox is, but you can spend $1,000 in there very easily. No offense, but it's kind of not for you to say. No, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. So 
a month before this happened, a few weeks before this happened, you found this, which is really funny. She posted this video, which I was scrolling through it again this morning. And I noticed that like, it's brave of her to leave the comments open because they're all annoyed. But she posted a video of her posing in front of her beige books and a single a, award. An it's award People's that Choice. looks like a it's vagina? A is, no, that's are we the, sure? I'm positive. That is the old Why does People's, People's Choice look like a literal vagina? Well, it doesn't is, anymore. It looks like an exclamation mark now. So they changed it from the vagina to the exclamation point, And she yeah. has the one from the vagina era. It's very vaginal. They changed it from a crystalline O'Keefean vagina. vagina. Yes. Uh-huh. To yeah, an exclamation it's mark. quite vaginal. Okay. But it's her only award in the back of her Zoom, which is... I'm sorry, hilarious. The books are so beige, which I'm confused about. Like, those aren't books, right? Like, what's going on with those books? I think they're just a collection of old vintage books that are all the same beige. But then there are books above them that are also beige. I don't I don't know how I feel They about look that. real old, but they were very specifically curated to have mm. this look and match her single award behind her. But it says, my kids find, it's her filming a front-facing camera, like with a ring light in a is that a gown or is it just an interesting top? It's weird. It's it's an interesting top. <laughs> My kids' financial literacy is extremely important. <laughs> My kids' this financial so literacy funny. is extremely important to me. Starting them early can make all the difference in your teen's financial future. Get them started on the right track by downloading the At Fidelity Youth app today. Hashtag Fidelity Investments. Hashtag Paid Ad. So she's saying, I teach my kids financial literacy, but oops, they fucked up their entire Roblox account to the extent that all of my credit cards are canceled and I have to like reactivate my iTunes account. Girly, I thought your kids' financial literacy was extremely important to you. Then why are you letting them get hacked on Roblox? Hashtag paid ad. Hashtag Fidelity Investments. These comments are like, Buffy could have used this app in season six. Am I right? Doesn't know. I don't know what that means. I love you, but no. (laughs) Please realize that you're rich AF, and this kind of stuff is grating to hear when you're poor. Spare us your ads about saving money or whatever. And then someone else goes, I'm relatively disappointed. I thought this message came from you, but no, it's an advertisement. Oh my god. I love you and the content you often share, but this was an awkward ad. The content was good, but you were obviously reading from a screen, and this wasn't great. Someone said, your kids will never have to worry about money. Stop. Which is not true because clearly only a few weeks later they got hacked by Roblox and they do need to worry about money because they didn't have enough money in the Roblox. Actually, that's not why they got hacked. Anyways, my point is is God. that her kids maybe do need this Fidelity partnership so they can make more money for their Roblox. Learn how to stop losing all of their money on Roblox. If there's one thing horny men will do, it's not read the comment because this guy commented, do you even age, woman? Slaying those vampires has done you well. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. I was just listening to your discussion uh, regarding Billy Porter, and I was shocked that you did not discuss uh, the fact that Billy Porter and his estranged hubby are fighting over visitation rights to their cockapoo among their ongoing divorce proceedings uh, based on documents that were obtained by uh, a website called allegedly.xyz, uh, which is a new one. I have not seen that one before. Um, but you absolutely need to read this article because the details are wild. Um, Smith allegedly has blocked access to this cockapoo, and uh, the name of the cockapoo has changed. Um, and the Billy Porter's publicist's response to this is all pretty wild. Um, so please take a look at it. 
uh, and discuss because I, I'm sort of bamboozled uh, by this uh, battle over a cockapoo. Um, living La Vida laptop, crunch, crunch, and dogs do belong in balloons. What's with the influx of Billy Porter? Didn't we just talk about him? No, I think he's, we talked about him last week. I think he's getting more famous. Also, I wanted to reveal that I tried to see our son, but do you want to know where it's playing, Lindsay? I thought it was going to be at our IFC. Do you know want to know? Like you don't want to know Billy where I would have Porter's to go house? to go see our son starring Billy Porter and Luke Evans. Where? 1170 Coney Island Avenue at the Kent Stop. Theater. Stop it. Or I could drive 20 miles to Bronxville. Like, Bronxville. those are my only two options. And do you know it only plays once on Friday? At 10 p.m. in Coney Island. It's you saying <laughs> it didn't get a wide release. No, it didn't get a wide release. I was sort of like, certainly this is rentable. Certainly I can just go to like Amazon or Apple TV and just rent this for $6. No, doesn't exist. Apple TV's never heard of this. Well, it just feels like at at this point it should be like if if it's only playing on Coney Island at 10 o'clock on a Friday like it should be rentable like it's one thing to release it in theaters for like almost for award stuff and like I Mm -hmm. get why it might not be actually something you'd want you'd get to go see but it's also out on Prime or something but it's not even out on Prime also I realize Luke Evans is playing another husband in a movie by uh, Dan Levy but he He plays a dead husband. husband He's loving to play a husband. He's in his husband era. When when Dan Levy gave himself Luke Evans as his dead husband, I was like, this is, I have to turn this trailer off. <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> what? So what's going on with this? This was in uh, the Daily Beast, but it was also in this website that the caller brought up, which is allegedly.xyz, which is when I went to the website, it's called... It's all about New York City courts and crimes. So I think what they're doing is they're just Cute. reading like the blotter. They're reading all of the like public record court cases that come in. They're cool. just doing a lot of like digging and then finding the interesting stuff and then transcribing it here. And so what they have here is a sort of like a, a very condensed, edited, easy to read version of what seems like court transcripts of this Billy Porter stuff. It's a fight between Billy Porter's lawyer, whose name is Margaret Brady, and the ex-husband's whose last name is Smith, his lawyer, whose last name is Stutman. And so they're sort of sparring. The Billy Porter's also there. There's all of this tension about like, oh, when Billy's around, there are too many parties. And like, we need a third party to schedule out this transfer that will happen between the dog every time we exchange custody. I know someone who, and so do you, who had a dog. This just reminds me of like something that happened in my real life. And I'm like, holy shit. I know someone who had a dog with their ex. They split up. They were never married. They split up and created this scheme that still exists to this day. I think both of them are in, diff- are in other relationships. The other ones, one of them is married now, where they have joint custody, but there's always a third party that takes the dog from them so that they never have to see each other. (laughs) This is, I think that people think that this is just a thing that rich people do, but it's actually a thing that like lots of people Yeah, I think this is common. Do. Yeah. Buying a dog with someone, and it's always dogs, it's never cats because dogs require like a little more work. And I also think like there's more, there are more fights over dogs. There's usually like- People don't care about cats and they don't want to share. They don't really, once they lose custody, they're like, whatever. People I, love their dogs more. I mean, as much <laughs> as I love my cats, I do. I do. No, but I think as much as I love my 
You would cats. just give. You would. Just I say think like, that bye. people with cats are sort of like, well, because you can't. Well, you can't <laughs> schlep a cat back and forth from one apartment to another. Oh, apartment. you They're can barely schlep you. a cat back and forth across your own apartment. The cat they will live murder there. you if you do that. <laughs> so here's what's crazy. So this is what makes this complicated. The dog was a gift. So I have to quote this. This is this is different. The fur flew following a discussion of the couple's financials, a court transcript reveals. Porter's attorney, Margaret Brady, told Judge Douglas Hoffman that there was, quote, just one other small matter. The parties owned a dog. Then the judge goes, it's not a small matter. Depends on what kind of dog it is. Then Porter's attorney goes, cockapoo. That's funny. Oh, small, like they meant like a smaller big dog. That's funny. A cockapoo, your honor. An adorable little dog. Then the judge goes... You're talking to a former cockapoo owner. Then Billy Porter's lawyer goes, please be sympathetic. The defendant has refused to give the plaintiff access to the dog since the middle of the summer. Wow. This is Billy Porter saying Adam Smith has not given Billy Porter access to the dog for months. His name's Adam Smith? Yes. And then, listen. Wow, the most name name ever. Like, just a name of a guy. Adam Smith. Then Smith's attorney goes, your honor, it's not their dog. It was (gasps) given as a gift. (gasps) And then Billy Porter's attorney goes, it's a marital asset. So listen, then Adam Smith's lawyer says, it may be. It was a birthday gift to my client from Mr. Porter. He's saying Mr. Porter gave it to Mr. Smith. I understand that it doesn't make it separate property. However, for seven months, this dog, except for one small week, for seven months, this dog has been with my They've client. They've only had the dog for seven months? And not one request months? has come asking for him with the time. No, I think it's seven months oh. since they split. They've had okay, the dog, okay, I think, okay, for okay. like a year. And not one request has come asking. Yeah, because I've time seen photos him. of I've seen photos of Billy Porter holding the dog from like 2022. Wait, this is funny. I do not intend to appoint a forensic veterinarian. That's what they do with child custody cases. But I guess there's such thing as a forensic veterinarian, which is like a psychologist that weighs the kid's best interest, like a veterinarian that weighs the dog's best interest, which yes. must exist because if he's saying it, it means it's yes. real. Quote, but for seven months, he hasn't seen the dog and it wasn't worth asking for. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I don't buy it, actually. Who's mm-hmm. that? The 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 Smith lawyer? Yes. Stutman? Stutman. It gets crazier. It does get crazier. The judge goes, very importantly, what is the dog's name? Smith's lawyer goes, Lola. Then Billy Porter goes, he changed the name. <laughs> and then Billy Porter's lawyer goes, the dog's, the name dog's name was, was Bader. Bader, oh Bader Lola, Lola Majors. Majors. And when he blocked access to the dog, he changed the dog's name. And then Billy Porter goes, and he took me and off being the father. Being... And the judge goes, what's the dog's name now? And then Adam Smith's attorney goes, Lola, the mini cockapoo. <laughs> they renamed the dog from Beta Lola Majors. Oh, they just took off the first name. <laughs> Adam Smith is there and he goes, Lola. Lola also. And then the judge goes, Lola? And then Adam Smith goes, Lola is her name. (laughs) And then the judge goes, okay, you came to the right court in terms of a dog. This is blowing my mind because like all of this is just like happening somewhere. This was just happening inside of a courtroom that people were just like going about their lives around like five days ago, you know? Wait, but listen, so you found or somebody put in here an Instagram from Billy Porter when they got the dog. When they got the dog in 2021. Yeah, 2021. Repost from the Smith Society, who I assume is Adam Smith. Mm -hmm. Delighted to have you all meet the newest addition to the family, Bader Lola Majors, BLM, aka Miss Lola. So like... 
he had always called her that. Right. The dog was kind of always named Lola. It, they were they nicknamed her Lola. They were calling mm-hmm. her Lola. So he didn't mm-hmm. change the name. Billy's like, I'm calling the dog BLM. Adam Smith is like, I'm calling the dog I'm Miss Lola. Calling her Lola. Yeah. The dog has an Instagram. Did you know that? Yeah, it doesn't work. It's down. It doesn't exist. <gasps> they took the Instagram down. Yeah. The Instagram this is gone. Damn. I can't get over. I'm sorry. The hashtags on this post. Puppy love, our baby, work, pose, puppy, Billy Porter, this, family, newest family member, aw, cute, cutie, baby, cockapoo, doggy, dogs, dog lover, Bader Lola Majors, discover, IG daily, my heart, us, BLM. BLM. It's clearly an app that does pulls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it is just funny. The words are all, because this family, my heart, us, are clearly supposed to be all together, but it's like they got separated in the, in the, in the, Cute dog. This <laughs> Cute is dog. the acrimonious divorce story that a movie should be made out of. Not our son. I know. I don't care about gay parents and their human child. I care about gay parents screaming at each other over a cockapoo named Lola. You know, like, that's what I want. Wait, that's so true. Okay, the Smith Society is actually a clothing brand clearly run by Adam Smith. And it's like sexy man bikinis. Evolutionary swimwear for men. It's like tankinis. Like men can also wear tankini, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, men mm-hmm. can also wear a sports bra. Yeah. They are sexy. Little it's top. Like, okay. Great update. Yeah. Drama. And you're so right. Like, why is he making our son if he's living a bigger drama than, you know, than even that? Billy Porter and Luke Evans should be fighting each other over a dog and our dog. Just remake it with a dog and our more people dog. would see it. It would be our playing at AMC, Billy. It would be playing at AMC if you were fighting over dog. a dog. Yeah, it would go to Regal Essex if it was our dog for sure. I understand that it's like, oh, like gay marriage is so normal that they're going through the stuff that just straight people are going through. They're going, they're getting divorced. They're having custody battles. Like what a great proclamation of normalcy, you know, this gay divorce drama. But now that we've done that, let's just do the gay dog fights because it's more entertaining, <laughs> you know? That's I would watch Kramer. Saying. I would watch Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep fight over a dog. Are you kidding me? That's good shit. <laughs> have you, if you've uh, ever known anyone or been or have been the actual person who's fought over custody of a dog, it gets absolutely crazy. It gets mm-hmm. crazy. I would say even more so than a child. You try to sort of repress some of your, I would think, acrimony or hatred when you're dealing with a human. <laughs> right, because it becomes like petty in a way that yes. with a kid you kind of can't become because of like the court system because there are like forensic psychologists that come in and, and there's a lot of protections. I mean, a lot of the times the protections, the protections don't do what they should be doing, but there's like this sensitivity chip. And then when it's a dog you're kind of like, even though you love the dog so much, you st- it's still a dog, you know? Yeah. So you kind of lose that. Uh, you're just, Now you're kind of just like, I'm fighting for the fight. Like, do yeah. you even care about the dog at this point? And I think sometimes the answer is kind of like, no, I just want to win. No, I just want to win. Yes. I'm taking yes. out my, my anger on that. What is the, there's a line in Carol where Cate uh, Blanchett and Coach from Friday Night Lights are fighting at the lawyer's office. And... He's like, I'm going to fight for the custody of our daughter. And Carol's like, you take it or leave it. But if you leave it, we go to court. 
And if we go to court, it'll get ugly. And we're not ugly people, oh, And I think that if Carol and Hart were fighting over a dog, she'd be like, see you in court, motherfucker. Like, I, I will take you yeah. down. Yeah, Carol would fight for a cockapoo. My new girlfriend loves cockapoos, and I'm going to bring this to her goddamn house, you fucking asshole. Carol would fucking claw his eyes out to, pr- to protect the, her cockapoos. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Hart wouldn't even fight for the cockapoo. Come on. Fine. The dog is a German shepherd. How about that? Harge is like, I want it. Okay, now you're just being um, stereotypical to dogs. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, <laughs> next call. This is a really fun dogs. one. This is a really fun one. I love this call. Stereotyping dogs, yeah. I want to be famous. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time for you to get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit. A game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Let me guess, your medicine cabinet is crammed with stuff that doesn't work. You still aren't sleeping, you still hurt, and you're stressed out. That's how it was for us. So we cleared out our cabinets and reset our health with CBD from CB Distillery. I like CB Distillery because I like CBD, but not all CBD. Mm. Sometimes you take CBD and you're like, this didn't do anything. Fair. You're like, did this do anything or didn't it do anything? Mm -hmm. I honestly can't tell. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes when you take CBD that works... And you feel something, mm-hmm. you're like relieved. Mm-hmm. And CB Distillery, I'm like, okay, this is actually working. A little drip drip into the tea before bedtime? Into the tea. CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality clean ingredients. No fluff, no fillers, just pure effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm. 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity. And an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. I like it for sleep. That's what I use CBD for. And this one's a little dripper. You can a little drip drip yeah I little like drip or dropper turmeric tea you know Ooh, I love a little drip tea. drop if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief make the change like we did to cb distillery and with over two million customers and a solid 100 money back guarantee cb distillery is a source to trust we have a 20 percent discount to get you started visit cbdistillery.com and use code who for 20 percent off that's cbdistillery.com code who cbdistillery.com as you know, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. When we announced our latest tour dates, I said, well, all I have to do is get these on the website. And that's going to take me literally 30 seconds. It's going to take me maybe shorter than this ad goes on to update our tour dates on the website and making it easy for everyone to go buy tickets to see us in London and Dublin. And we wouldn't have been able to do that without Squarespace. I know. And then when we added a new date, you said, Bobby, can you update the poster? And then I sent you the new poster and then you just put it back on the Squarespace. Yeah. Because you can just drag and drop. I uploaded it. It was incredible. There it is. You can buy tickets right on our Squarespace. That's right. It's the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online, whether you're just starting or managing a growing brand. Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all in your terms. I know. We've got the contact form, which is used all the time. People always contact us through the Squarespace contact form, which we love. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to embed stuff, as we said. A feature that you love using when we're testing stuff out which is like password protect pages if you're not ready to launch them. You love putting a password on a page and being like, check this, make sure it's okay. But it's very helpful. Yes, of course I have to do that for testing, for beta testing. It's very nice. Make sure it's right. 
you use it for beta testing, but you could also just like make pages private. If you don't want to like put every episode of like your secret podcast on your Squarespace, just put it behind the paywall. <laughs> oh my God. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash who, W-H-O, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. How much of this same? Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, I look at people kind of every day and recently have noticed that Angie Harmon is giving a lot of exclusives to people, but most of them are weird. In the last month, she's done it like four times. One of them is about her rescuing a pet squirrel, and the other one is about how her daughters put on Resilient Isles to like calm down their dogs. Is she promoting something? Um, why else would she be giving so many people exclusives? That's it. Crunch, crunch. So we talked about Angie Harmon adopting the squirrel, right? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Maybe we didn't. Is... We maybe did we didn't. not. But I think we maybe did. Should I look? Did it make the final cut? It's definitely in a dock somewhere. She's like, I'm, I found a squirrel named Thomas, and like, I'm taking care of it. I'm bringing it back to health. Yes. But I don't know. Maybe we didn't talk about it on the show. We texted about no, it. No, I'm looking for Angie Harmon in our docs, and I'm seeing no results. Maybe yeah, we I don't didn't think we talk did. about it. Wow. We need a Who Weekly historian. Anyone want to take that job? These <laughs> benefits are not great. <laughs> Get into our archives, babes. You love, we have so many librarians get, who listen to this podcast. They, no, we've, the, we've, we've asked the, for this before. The library of sciences, like. I love librarians. Wouldn't, wouldn't you love to explore your, what you learned in college by. Yeah. Archiving our okay, so it was September. It was September okay. that this happened. In September, she first posted about this squirrel. Uh-huh. And she posted this squirrel that's very cute, honestly, very, very cute. And she well, wrote totally are. nuts about Until this they little give you guy. Rabies. See what I did there. I haven't slept in two weeks, but I've never been happier. She's not talking about a human baby, she's talking about a squirrel. Everyone meet Thomas. Thomas, meet everyone. And one of the hashtags she used was <laughs> squirrel mom problems so she's been documenting her rehabilitation of this squirrel angie Harmon just literally has a pet squirrel she has a pet squirrel angie Harmon. this was another headline on the six angie Harmon does her makeup while her pet squirrel crawl crawls across her don't eat my sweater and clearly mm-hmm. there these aren't people exclusive these are just them reporting on her instagram yes. in which she's doing yes. her makeup with the pet squirrel yes. and nobody's really asking the questions i don't understand why they're not reaching out to be like angie What's going on with the squirrel? Well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. So I want to read the comments on this first post because you will absolutely lose your mind. Okay. She added the hashtags blessed, grateful, and squirrel mom. A squirrel mom. She posted yeah. another video. She, she posted a lot of videos. This is Angie Harmon. We're talking about Rizzoli and Isles. Definitely character actress who, but like, I think just but maybe like, not even character one actress. One of TV's finest. One of TV's you know. finest. Yes. Angie yeah. Harmon. What else has yeah. she been in? Like Law and Order. Let's look at her known for here. Okay, what's her known for, Angie Harmon? Her known for is Agent Cody Banks. (laughs) (laughs) Agent Cody Banks, Rizzoli and Isles. Pop quiz, was she Rizzoli or Isles? Oh my God, she's Rizzoli? She's Rizzoli. She's number one. I knew it. Do you know what Isles' name was? We've talked about this. Um, Ashley? It's Sasha Alexander, whose mother-in-law is Sophia Loren, I think, right? Isn't that what it is? We talked about this so long ago. Yeah, we ago, talked about though. it recently. Come on. Okay. okay. Other things she's known for, Law and Order, she was Abby, and a movie called Seraphim Falls, which is a, okay. a, a All right. whatever. Okay. God, this squirrel has been going on for so long. Okay, sorry. 
I'm looking out with the squirrel. Numerous celebs have commented on Harmon's posts about life as a squirrel mom. Singer-songwriter Jewel commented on Harmon's first Thomas video. No. Quote, Aw, universal mothering mode activated. Okay. Quote, Your tribe is real, heart. Chef and author Tabitha Brown wrote in the comments on a video of Thomas climbing on Harmon's shoulders. Oh, the squirrel's name is Thomas. And then we have this. Sharon Stone's comment was more cautious. Quote, he can carry rabies, so take him to your vet. The basic instinct actress wrote on Harmon's latest post about Thomas. Not Sharon Stone being like, I'm not calling this cute. You better go to the fucking vet. All squirrels are cute. Like, that is not something you need to say. Like, some cats aren't cute. Some dogs aren't cute. All squirrels are really cute. Mm -hmm. That's why that's not something you need to say. You need to say, does he have rabies? Because rabies Mm -hmm. can kill you. And Mm -hmm. that's why I think that's a responsible comment. Do you agree? Oh, I agree. I agree. Okay. And Sharon Sharon Stone is is nothing if not, you know, responsible about her health. Yes. You know? Yes. She doesn't yes. want any weird freak accidents to happen to someone she loves like Angie no. Harmon. No. Can you imagine Angie, Angie Harmon getting r- rabies and like spreading it around town? No. Oh my god. If she were like if she were uh what was her what was the what was the girlie who lived on Roosevelt Island who like spread everything everywhere? God. Uh, uh, uh like in fr- like influenza molly influenza influenza what the hell why can't i think of her name roosevelt island girly spread disease i said roosevelt island girly spread disease okay i got it typhoid mary typhoid me god we really need to go to school i need to go to school i'm going to school you asked how did she get this squirrel we have the story she finally revealed how she got this squirrel this week to people okay i'm gonna read it this isn't a people exclusive so my youngest daughter found him on the sidewalk and there was no tree to put him on when Harmon heard about emery's furry find she told her daughter to quote go find the nearest tree and put him under it unfortunately the mother squirrel never returned in the area where emery found the newborn rodent so i was like <laughs> so quote so i was like okay i'll come get him Harmon says and then I've had him ever since. So she finally revealed how she got this squirrel a week ago to people in an exclusive titled Angie Harmon Shares How She Rescued Her Pet Squirrel. Quote, the first thing he saw was me. I'm really, really happy that people said after months of this squirrel content on Angie Harmon's Instagram, we're going to actually reach out and be like, can we get an interview about this fucking squirrel? And she finally did. Right? But she's the also buried in them- Barstow actress. Is that what she's promoting? No. Um, what do you mean? Is that old? That's old. It says uh, buried in bu- buried in Barstow star, known for her roles on Law and Order and Rizzoli and Isles. That's a TV movie from last year. Okay. Well, they're saying they're calling her the buried in Barstow star. The only thing that she's working on currently that's like currently airing is she narrates a show on Lifetime called Cellmate Secrets. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Oh, nothing no. else. Nothing else that she's doing, according to IMDb, oh, is like no. currently airing. Okay. So that's what makes this sort of fascinating. When you scroll through people and it's just people, we're not talking, we're talking about people, capital P people, all caps people, depending on how they want to format it. They have been getting so many Angie Harmon exclusives. Angie Harmon talks adjusting to menopause, life after 50. Quote, your body just isn't yours anymore, exclusive. This is from November 29th. Angie Harmon shares how she rescued her pet squirrel. Quote, the first thing he saw was me, exclusive, November 30th. Angie Harmon says she doesn't get the comeback of mom jeans. Quote, hated him then, hate him now. They're obsessed. Maybe she clicked well. 
I think she clicked well, and I think she loves talking because we're not done with these. Angie oh. Harmon says her daughters put on Rizzoli and Isles to comfort their dogs while she's gone. Exclusive, December fourth. Angie <laughs> Harmon jokes high waisted jeans quote make me look like my boobs are sitting on my stomach. Exclusive, December fifth. Part of me at first I was like, was this one interview that they sort of broke down to a lot of different no. stories? No, she's these all seem like different day. conversations. She's and then I was like, every single day. And then I was like, does this? Who is this girly's publicist? And then you go to IMDb Pro, you look at. Every possible venue I could think of to get this woman's publicist, she doesn't have one listed. She has all of her agents listed. She has agents for every sort of thing that she works on. Like she has her voiceover agent listed because she has a very distinctive voice. And I think she does a lot of voiceover work. That might be like where she makes the bulk of her income now, honestly, mm -hmm. which is why she's narrating that Cell Block Secrets show. Love that. I would love that job. We share an agency with Angie Harmon. And I would say we, sh um, I'd love, I'd love that job this, to narrate the Cell, cell Block Tango well, or whatever we're that both, show is. We're both rep by Verve, Talent, and Literary Agency. Amazing. Hell yeah. Okay. So I looked everywhere. There's no publicist. I don't think a publicist is doing this. Well, just because you couldn't find one doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But I, it, these do feel like direct to consumer. It sounds like she's having the time of her life talking to people and getting a little press. And it seems like people wouldn't do this unless people were clicking. Well, she's not promoting anything specific. So therefore, a publicist is not needed to be employed unless you're kind of like, the point is to like get more roles, right. which, which could be... a thing it's like I want to be more out there but also now is with Instagram it kind of messes with this whole with that whole system because like somebody is just on the beat of watching Angie Harmon's Instagram being like this woman is like adopting a squirrel like we need to like talk to her it's kind of funny and great and so then mm -hmm. they go for it you know and then she clicked well and they so said gotta keep talking to Angie Harmon people are eating this up yum 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 they love Thomas the squirrel I was laughing reading her piece about the squirrels. She said, um, where is it? She said, it's so funny because when something like this happens, all of a sudden, all your friends something come like out of this. the woodwork. They're all squirrel experts. I'm like, I thought you were a vodka expert. She laughs. <laughs> you know what I think is happening after looking through all of these you, stories? She's so, I thought you were a vodka expert. What are you talking about? My Sharon, Sharon Stone, all of a sudden, you know everything there is to know about squirrels. Oh, Sharon, uh, I'll come to you when I, next time I have a brain injury. Like, do not tell me shit about squirrels, please. Oh, yeah, true. She is a brain injury expert. Yeah. True. Uh-huh. 100%. You know what I think this is? What? I feel like I'm very, like, being rational you here. I feel like I'm not. I, I typically tend towards the more galaxy brain side of stuff, but you're very, what? like, rational. What's, no, okay, I think what's, what's happening the... here, I think that she has a really great relationship with them on Instagram. I think all of these bits of communication are happening on DM with a people account. <laughs> Do you think so? I think that everything that she posts... All of these people exclusives are reactions to things that she's posted about on Instagram. The jeans that she's wearing, the squirrel that she's holding. Right. But they're still getting exclusives, but they're exclusives that are based off things that she's posted. So she's not going to them yeah. and they're not interviewing her because of any project. They're seeing stuff on Instagram and reaching out there being like, can you talk to us about this? Yeah. And wow. she might send a voice right. note. She might send them a comment on the thing because it's just like right. I, when you look at all of the posts that she's getting exclusives on their 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 elaborations of posts that she's done on her stories or her grid right so right. i think that they're just like love the jeans mama not love the jeans mama and i think she's doing it knowingly obviously she knows it's going to be published but it's also like why not they're loving her she's a font love the jeans mama she's a font of every <gasps> blessing you know love the jeans love mama. the jeans mama <laughs> anyway
Shout out to our agency sister. Oh my God, yes. Let's let's um, we share an agent. We should link and build. Angie, give us a call. I'm serious. Just this is link how, and this build. Is, this is how partnerships start. Is like we have the same agent. We should work on something together. Yes. We have a script for you. Do we? We we could have we a script. We could easily for you. have a script. We could Based easily on this have squirrel, a script for him. It actually was it's actually what it is. It's a drama where two gay guys fight over a dog in court and we need a judge. <laughs> we need a judge. We need a judge. We need a judge. We need a judge. This is a great movie. It's based on a true story, and we'll tell you all about it if you give us a call back. It's a reimagining of the 2022 Smash Our Son. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Our Dog, and you'd be the judge. It's fantastic, and I think this role would be really perfect for you because you as have an animal legal lover. experience. And oh, as an animal too. lover yeah. slash yes, 100%. TV lawyer. And if you want mm. Thomas a Squirrel to have a producing credit, we could figure that out. Or you know who could figure it out? Our agents. <laughs> that is their jobs. Okay, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Let's move on to the, the weirdest thing that's happened in a very long time, I think, maybe. Yeah. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, long time, second time. I just came across a video from, or reel, from um, the fitness personality, Tracy Anderson, um, that you guys must talk about. Um, obviously, she's a who. She's an L.A. girly. Many celebrities and celebrities are obsessed with her, but she just released this like product video with her daughter uh, singing a song that she'd written. It's the most insanely produced thing I've ever seen. It's Nepo Baby in the Making. And I would just love for you guys to do a deep dive into it. It was posted two days ago. It's uh, Wednesday evening now. All right. Love you guys. Thank you so much for your service. Uh, Showing holes. This song, to me, the video of this song, you gotta you gotta see it as well as hear it. And believe me, you'll hear it on this episode. It's like the last sort of gag cliffhanger scene on episode three of the six-part Netflix docuseries about a cult formed by Tracy Anderson. You know, like, it's well, it's alarming. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's giving funny. Mother God, if you yes. haven't seen Mother God yet. But it's giving Mother yes. God. I mean, I think that, like... Shout out to my group chat that brought this to my attention who are paying attention to Tracy Anderson. You know who you and are. And her method, yeah. And But just kind of her, her kookiness. Mm-hmm. Because this woman has like a very popular business, right? She has like a huge fitness company. And women yeah. love it, right? And you can get those little... Famous women can, love it. You can move your arms in a way. You can flap your arms like they're your wings. And, you're, and you can tone your arms. And she's really created this thing. But it's like she is a kind of a crazy lady and this manifestation of it is mm-hmm. like it's giving it's it's giving cult. It's really giving cult and yes. we are in our cult spotting era. We're obsessed with cults. Right. I always think of her like very hand in hand with like Gwyneth Paltrow and Shakira because I think those are two women who've talked about her a lot and like talked about how much they love her classes and her 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 methodologies so much. But like I never consumed content from Tracy Anderson that made me say, this is culty until just now. <laughs> because I was always like, oh, this is expensive and this is this is celebrity. That's all. 
Well, she recently released like a box that you stand on and it was mm-hmm. literally curbing like $500 for a box and people are kind of like, mm, but that's not, that's just capitalism run amok. That's not like, right. oh, yikes. This is very funny. So she put out this video of her daughter singing a song, which we will play here. It is giving pop star never stop popping. It's giving everything you'd want from a child singing a song. Feel the earth, feel the earth in the palm of your hand Like a stone in the sand in the world, and the world understands And you dance to the beat and the rhythm you made And you walk through the door like you've never before today What's jarring about this is that it's like, it's a talent show for her daughter, Penny. Right. Well, who she doesn't say is her daughter until the comments. Yeah. (laughs) It's a song that Penny wrote and is performing. You can buy that. So it's doing two things at once. Intercut among clips of Penny singing this song are a bunch of women holding these heart stones. Well, that's what I'm saying is we need to reveal what the product is, which is literally these hand weights, weights that are, that are, they're hand weights, but they yes. are made of crystal, yes. crystals. So the idea is that <sighs> you're just lifting heavy crystals to tone your arms, but you are also, according to Tracy Anderson, you're harmonizing your physical and spiritual being, finding mm-hmm. a path to balanced and empowered self. Yes. And if you wanted hand weights that did similar things, you could easily get a pair of hand weights for like $30, if not cheaper. These hand weights, because they are made by Tracy Anderson and are called Heartstones and contain a little rose quartz, they're $400, the $375. But the video isn't just selling these hand weights known as Heartstones, which is what the song's called. They're also selling the song Heartstone, which you can buy via Tracy Anderson's website because all the money that goes from those Hearthstone purchases, the song no. will go to Toys for the Tots. The song, not yes. the weights. No, but Let's the song, the song Hearthstone will go to Toys for Tots. No offense, but who is buying the song for Me, I did. $1.29 on Apple? You Me, did. I did. Yes. Okay. That's I nice. wanted the money Good to go to you. Toys for Tots. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You better not be lying. No, I'm not lying. Why would you I lie it. about it? Yeah, I lie about it. Okay. Okay. I'll believe it when I see it. Look, I'll show you the. I'll show you my. Uh, I'll show Let's you see. my receipt. Show me the receipts. No, I'm going to. Show it. me the receipts. I didn't buy it on iTunes. I bought it on um, Tracy Anderson's website. Oh, you did. And it was 99 cents. But the interesting thing about Tracy Anderson's website selling Hearthstone is that it has a drop down menu. It says how much do you want to pay. You can pay as oh. little as 99 cents, but you could also pay 9.99 or 99 dollars mm. or nine thousand dollars oh it only goes up to 999 dollars okay but still look at this i bought it wow incredible i can't believe you bought the song heartstone by penny (laughs) 
It's just Heartstone called Heartstone song by Penny. By Penny. Expires. Never. Wow. Incredible. And it says... So now you're going to buy the Heartstones. I'm not going to buy the $400 Heartstones. So Tracy oh. Anderson is now selling these Heartstones. This is just not surprising. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm sure every post that Tracy Anderson posts, someone's like, this is too expensive because it is too expensive. But guess what? She has a loving client base. There's a, The barrier to entry to enjoy Tracy Anderson's method is quite high, but there are plenty of people who do it and plenty of people who like make her very, very successful. I do think it's interesting that a lot of celebrities kind of like made this woman the person that she that like the kind of fitness icon that she is by being like I swear by her workouts da, da, da. and now she's kind of like not going off the deep end but this is the cultiest that she's gotten at this mm-hmm. point like it is kind of like where are we heading are we heading in this direction or whatever and why is your it's child involved cult. and right is it rude to say it's giving cult no I think no I think it's fine okay but to be Good. fair a lot of fitness, meditation, this, that, like they use this type of kind of language and this type of, you know, like this is not that unusual, but it is yeah. crazy her posing with the with these balls of crystal that mm-hmm. I guess also weigh five pounds that you're yes. supposed to like lift over your head, lift to your side, you know. But Heartstone captures this underlying piece of everything I've achieved throughout yes. my career. Energetic awareness is essential to complex weight transfers, especially when we're engaging the body. So it's also funny because it's like they're just weights, hand weights. They're so it's weights. like, yeah, they're gonna, it's gonna work, quote, mm-hmm. work. But is it going to unlock your deepest physical intuition they're and rocks. reach your body's highest potential throughout your life? I don't know. They're rocks. You'll have to buy it and find out. For 25 years, my clients have come to me for next level body results. I think the real secret behind my method comes down to energy. Mm. The moment I hear people talk about like energy, I clock out. I'm like, goodbye. Gotta go home. (laughs) Wait, this is funny. Orchestra conductors live longer than the average human. Why? Not only do their repeated arm techniques improve cardiovascular health over time, there's something to be said about the magic of moving in harmony with with the music's energy. Wow, she's talking about maestro. She's talking about maestro. And it's true. Maestro did live a long time. Guess who wasn't a conductor? His wife, Francesca. R.I.P. This is sad, but you did point out something interesting about this woman, though. Okay. I didn't... And I feel like you have to say. Sorry. We can't not talk about this. I just find it interesting. Interesting. Sure. It's, also, it's obviously, and I don't want to act like I don't understand this, it's obviously incredibly sad. Incredibly okay. sad. We've Yes. We Tracy know. Anderson... I was like, well, who is Penny's father? The child. Like, she is she divorced? What happened? She has an ex-husband named Matthew Mogul, who is Penny's father. Matthew Mogul died in July of 2020 of cancer. It was like five years after they split up or seven years after they split up. But obviously the headlines were like, Tracy Anderson's ex-husband, Matthew Mogul, dies after a cancer battle. He died of cancer at 48 years old. That was her second husband. Her first husband, whose name is Eric Anderson died of pneumonia in 2018 and it was like he had cardiac problems then he had pneumonia and that like ultimately ended up being the cause of his death they have a son together whose name is Sam when he died in 2018 he was also 48 (laughs) what do I do with that information beyond read it out loud to the hooligans Right. I don't know. So, I mean, it's tragic. Mm-hmm. But the synchronicity of that is, I don't know. Now I feel like the someone who says words like energy. A body Wait, is just it? energy. It's just, 
a very unusual coincidence that it's, it's an unusual coincidence pointing out. You know, there was a uh, there was a Business Insider kind of takedown of Tracy Anderson. Of course, there is cutthroat fitness empire. Oh, there is. Uh, <laughs> all of the trainers were like working so hard, and and she was you know taking advantage of them and all of that. I'm obsessed with big takedowns of like brands with a specific person at the front, like celebrity-ish brands who skyrocket to fame and wealth. Where they're like, this business run by this celebrity who you'd never heard of a year ago and is now really famous and now makes millions of dollars selling their wares is run badly. <laughs> and it's always like, it's always business insider being like, did you know that business was run badly and the person at the top is actually really incompetent and mean to people? And it's like, yeah, I figured that. I mean, I think it's awful, but I figured that. Sure, but it's still good to expose it, even if you're not surprised by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I support exposing it. I also just think it's very, very funny. Also, the people were complaining about low pay and also the fact that the studios were too humid and mold grew in them. And a lot of them got athletes with bacterial vaginosis from the constant sweat from teaching in the heated room, which I would argue if you're teaching heated yoga for that many hours a day, you just have to be more uh, kind of Mm -hmm. attentive to to that. You know, I have one more thing to say about her exes. She has a new husband, by the way. She has a new husband. 2021. Yeah. Whose name is Chris. Chris Mm -hmm. Asplund. Mm-hmm. Chris Asplund. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at the photo, because Tracy Anderson is 40, I think she's 48. The new husband looks older. I think she said, I'm marrying an older guy. He looks like he's in his early 50s. And I think that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't want to make light of it, but it's like, if both of your ex-husbands died at 48, aren't you going to marry a guy who's over 50? Did you know that Tracy Anderson employees are strictly forbidden from playing Madonna's music after the singer dropped Anderson as a trainer and hired a former Tracy Anderson trainer instead? God. Pretty funny. Come on. Pretty funny. It's crazy. Like pettiness. Pettiness has no financial barrier to entry. Everyone can be petty, uh, however much money you have. But the the richer you get, the... It's like a logarithmic scale. It's like it's like the richer you get, the pettier you get, but like petty in ways that like people without money can't even imagine. Like and you just get petty in the most insane ways. Well, you just have no one can listen to Madonna to... inside any of my studios. Well, you just can exert your pettiness in more effective. It's very you know. interesting. Should we do any calls or should we just move on? Or should we just talk about Charles Melton next week? We should. We'll talk about Charles Melton next, next week. Next week, next week, next week. Oh, everyone's talking about Charles Melton. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, commentary tracks, and more. You can also get the audio only, audio only on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts while you're there. We love your ratings and reviewings. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our read the theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. And we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye. See ya. Hey. What was the girly who lived on Roosevelt Island who, like, spread everything everywhere? Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. I just matched with Lucas Gage on Raya Crunch Fries. The fact that Megan Trainer wrote, I ain't your mama and I am your mother constantly makes me cackle. Crunch, crunch. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby. Uh, long time, all the time. I'm calling in regard to Lindsay. Um, 
I, I do have an official complaint I would like to file against Who Weekly. Um, however, you specifically, um, as a big-footed woman, Jessica Simpson is my icon, my icon. Um, do you know how hard it is to find a size 11 shoe that isn't the ugliest fucking thing you've ever seen in your life? And not only does she make shoes for the big-footed queens out there, they're also very comfortable, very comfortable. So not only is she looking out for us big-footed queens, she's making sure we're stylish and not further inconvenienced. So me personally, she's an icon. Thank you. Showing hole in Greece. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, my name is Katie, and I am a medium time, medium time. And I just got married this weekend, and it was the most joyful and wonderful experience. But during our ceremony, uh, we took vows, and our officiant, who's a dear friend, who's a writer, you know, said, do you all promise to, you know, adore each other? Even though Katie, your now husband Nathan, has too many instruments, and Nathan, your soon-to-be wife Katie, listens to three to four hours of Who Weekly every week, and we said we will, and it was part of our vows, so Who Weekly was part of our vows, and we just had three straight days of partying, and we're lounging here on our couch, newly married, and my Husband Nathan just said, you know, in Catholic ceremonies where when you get married, it's a husband and a wife and Jesus. He's like, I feel like in our marriage, it's you and me, Lindsay and Bobby and and Timmy, he says, from the couch legally. So thank you. You were a small part of a very big day in my life, and you're a very big part of my every week. I love you all so much. You can't get to bed without you. It's true. I both listen to your episodes in the morning, and then I listen to them to sleep because you're such familiar, wonderful voices. But thank you. Love you. Crunch, crunch. Crunch, crunch.